Taxes. This is number twenty six, Mister D Roy. Number twenty six. Here we are. Who'd have, who'd have thunk it? Well, this is uh, Adam Beasley, your tax side, and this is Derek Everett, the eBay panelist specialist. Man, I got a uh, yeah. I was an expert the other night. Expert title. You've been an expert for years, but now I'm starting to get recognition. So there you have it. You are. Shout out to the uh, Utah group up at the eBay um, eBay place. Yeah, the Utah group at the eBay place, we had a great time. I've been hanging low, but I, I let it out of the bag that we have a little podcast going on. So, yeah, hopefully we got some new listeners, and if you're uh, from that group and give us a listen, thanks. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little later, but uh had a great week, man. It was a great week. It was a good 4th of July. I feel like I actually hung out and saw you this week, so that's kind of weird we, we on did. the recap. We hung out more than once. More than once. I, yesterday when I saw you, I said, have I talked to you since the 4th of July? <laughs> yeah, you're over my house the day after, buddy. It's nice. Like, we can have a left, enough content now that we feel like, you know, we can talk instead well, of... Kind of having a conversation every now and again. Yeah. Instead of... Wait, wait. Wait for the podcast. Well, we had a uh, we had a hot dog eating contest over this, this break. Do you want to bring this up? I wasn't going to, but I lost... The, the walk of shame, man. It's amazing the things we'll do to our bodies to try to get a win. That means absolutely nothing. Well, we, we talked about the Kobayashi, the uh, Joey Chestnut, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And it was on 4th of July. And, of course, I you know I thought it was a bright idea to say, hey, let's have our own. Well, you, you posed it to me as your son had challenged me. And I said... He signed his own uh, his own warrant there. His own death certificate. His own death certificate. Then I get there, and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily your son. It was you all along that challenged me. Well, my son's a smart kid. I don't want to I don't want to ruin the magic of radio, but he kind of figured out that our Fourth of July episode wasn't shot and recorded on the Fourth of July. I don't know what you're talking about. I know what I was doing on the Fourth of July, and it was recorded in a podcast with you, as heard last week. That's true. That's you, you try convincing that to a smart eight-year-old kid. I, I convinced him. I told him it was all about time zones and, and such. Well, there you go. Um, I got a couple of things for you. I want to get into real quick. All right, let's do it. You know that moment when you feel like you've arrived. I, I've never made it, so no. No, that's not true. You, <laughs> now you've been a, a panel expert at the eBay place. You, you, you spoke at a university, and you were by far the smartest guy in the room. Ooh, well, your kid's not here, so maybe, maybe, a fighting chance. You know, I mean, you've been doing things that nobody else can. You've got a, a plethora of knowledge. But I had something happen to me a couple weeks ago that I know has never happened to you. Uh-oh. Well, let's, let's hear it. Let's, let, let me have it. I've been keeping it in the bag, but I, I finally remembered it. One thing, and I came here and moved my accounting office. Like, I'm trying to keep up in the digital world. Like, we have a Facebook page, and you can talk to us on the Internet. <laughs> most accountants don't do that. You know, most of the guys are the nerdy, large-in-charge guys in the back of a room wearing their glasses and their pencil 
pocket protectors. Yeah, yeah. That's just kind of the fluorescent stigma. lights yeah, that's, that's and the, in the basement somewhere hiding. That's the stigma, and you know, I'm like, hey, you know, this is let's get with it. If we're going to be doing stuff online, let's embrace it. <clears throat> so, anyways, when I moved here, I really marketed hard. I wanted to let my clients know that we moved. We had a big open house. We had the radio station here. You know, you were here. We had some some giveaways, lots of prizes, lots yeah. of shirts. Of which I didn't win any of your giveaways. It wasn't a fixed contest. Oh, I was hoping it was. It, it, that proves it wasn't right there. That's right. Yeah. So we gave away a lot of shirts. Yes. We were at the DI the other night, and oh, we found one of our shirts. At the DI, you found one of your own shirts at the thrift store. <laughs> My son did. <laughs> I was half tempted to buy it, but it was more the gesture because I wanted to leave it there and see how long it takes to, you know, circulate. Ah, that's kind of cool in a weird way. <laughs> I know. You've made it. That's, you've arrived. Yeah. The, the weird thing is I think I looked in the tag, and it said... Jimmy Benson or something. I don't, well, as long I don't know. as it didn't say Derek Everett, I think we're good. I, I, I thought this podcast might be over real quick. No, no. On, <laughs> on another form, I, we always take feedback, and apparently last week something slipped through the cracks. Oh man, I got yeah, I got notes. You want me to? You want me to address the uh, the elephant in the room? This came from the research department, correct? Oh man, the R and D. I guess I hate that HR department. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm all these departments. I don't know where you're getting all these magical departments at. All right, let, let's have it. Just, just. Well, first off, first off, I was told to let you know that there are no Tampa Bay Devil Rays. That they're just the Rays and have only been the Rays for quite some time now. You know, I'm not a baseball guy, so I can call you out on that one. Thanks, Waddy. Appreciate the input. I didn't say who said it. I, I know who said it. <laughs> uh, secondly. That's our statistician. That's the best part of it. That's our spotter. There you go. Hey, tell us what we're doing wrong. Well, apparently we call them the Devil Rays, or you call them the Devil Rays, because I didn't know what was going on with the Montreal move. Yeah, that's right. They're the Rays. And they've been the Rays, I guess, for a long time. I, I missed that one. Okay. I still um, think Mike Tyson's the champ. Well, who, who is the heavyweight champ if it's not Mike Tyson? Buster Douglas. So, Jimmy McKnight, a good, loyal friend of the program that we've talked about for uh, multiple podcasts now. Friend at the Baseball Diamond. If you go back and listen to, listen to the archive, comes up quite frequently. Came out to the ball game, brought his whole family, but nothing but supportive. Says, hey, what's this about this Jimmy Cheapy Pants comment you made the other day? Like, he took that one a little personal. He took that one to heart. I, and I didn't even remember it. Like, he didn't even remember making it. Crushed his soul just a little bit. <laughs> There was there was no Jimmy Cheapy Pants reference that referred to Jimmy James Benson. McCoy. The story was because I used, and here's another thing people have been saying: I didn't know these things were available on your credit card. Yeah. So because I used my roadside assistance through my credit card and told people they should uh, see what they have available to them, you called me a Jimmy Cheapy Pants because I didn't Google up uh, whatever the information was and have somebody coming right out from wherever, and uh, apparently. That hurt some feelings. Well, there was some information I found out about off the air that made a little more sense. So, um, I was wrong. I'm willing to admit I was wrong. Hey, you found your shirt in the thrift store, man. That's that's better than whatever. That's about, we had a rough week last week. We're getting through it. There's a couple layers. If people fact check my stories, Lord knows we'd have some uh, comments coming in the other way. So. Well, well, all he did know is, I guess that Derailed with D-Roy is going to be putting him in an official segment. So we're looking for a sponsor for Derailed with D-Roy. <laughs> maybe, maybe the McKnight family. I don't know. If, the, the Rays, if the Rays want to sponsor me. Maybe Union Pacific. You know. 
Yeah, why not? Amtrak. Amtrak. Utah Tracks. Somebody. UTA. There you go. If you uh, if you want to sponsor Derailed with uh, D-Roy, just give us a holler. Yeah, we'll take that. Well, I want to get into uh, uh, what we found this week. Because we did our... You've been out searching. You've been out doing the fun we, stuff. We were hustling. Okay, well, let's, let's get to it. Let's We've see got you... over 100 listings now. You're ramping on up. Ramping on up. Well, I got, I got two things that I wouldn't have thought of, and, and the proud... Uh, Mentor Papa that you are have opened my eyes to two items. Ooh, there's two items that I should have got, but because I was sharing information, you you've got before I could snag it. Magic bag. Give okay. me the drum roll. All right, we're drum. That's not the best drum roll, but it's what it is for right now. Oh, so he's got a. Uh, you want to tell the? Well, you just tell the folks what uh, you got there. Well, I wanted to show it to you. I okay. guess they can't. They can't. They can't see it. Um, you talked about Derek and his Starbucks love, besides the double mape, frappe, flippy drinkies that you get. It's a Starbucks mug. It's not just any Starbucks mug. <laughs> it's it is. the This Is The Place, or whatever you call it. You Are Here collection, and it's of the great state of Utah. Yeah, picked up for $1.20. Cool. So we got that, and, you know, we, so we found a lot of mugs. We finally did the mug life. Uh-huh. And hashtag mug yeah, life, and we yeah. found some good ones. I found some really cool beer steins. Okay. That had the topper, like the lid on it. Yeah. But the thing is, is you could look at them, and you, on the bottom it says, not made in China. You know, it's in German. Okay. So that was kind of cool. They had one that had some really cool etched glass. I, I posted the picture on our Facebook page. Not sure if you knew that. I'm trying to... You're trying to integrate try, it. Trying to get with the program. So that's the one item. And thanks to Mr. Scott Wallace, this is the next item that I bought. Use the government name here. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, yep, yeah, Scott Wallace. You yeah, said it. There you go. Oh, this is uh, wow. A four like the Fallout Boys. I don't even know who they are. Some band, some boy band, and it's their action figure dolls. Now this is a uh, 2006 Fallout Boy. It's like some action figures. Yeah, has a little. Uh, Win the golden ticket to meet Fallout Boy, so yeah. there's some contests attached. Some fancy little poster that's in there. Now, did you uh, just buy these off the shelf, or did you do your due diligence? Oh, like I did due diligence. All right. I, I looked at the mugs, and I knew, like, now mugs, like, I know what's good. You know, you can kind of see if it's got context, you know, on a new Starbucks. So I looked it up. I mean, another one's going for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, buy for a dollar fifty, sell for $20, i will do that all day long. All day if you can. <clears throat> the uh, dolls... Uh, bought for twenty bucks out of the special glass case at the uh, thrift store. Oh, you gotta go to the glass, the good cabinet. Oh, I didn't know how it worked. I was a little like, I didn't quite understand because the girl that took, she didn't really explain it to me. So they take the item out of the glass case, they give you like a little ticket, and then they take the item and put it in a locked cabinet. <laughs> and then you walk up, you know, continue doing shopping. You walk up to the front, you pay for your item, you take the receipt, you walk back to the the the, the glass case and they open the lock cabinet and then they give it to you. So they're afraid people will just shoplift it if you just hand it over to them because well, this is the, the glass cabinet. Every uh, every thrift store does it a little different. This yeah. is the DI, I can tell by what you're saying. And yeah, you go there and uh, I think there's a couple that don't do it that way, but yeah, they'll give you the little paper and you have an hour to go check out. Yeah, that, and then, my kids were counting it down. Dad, you gotta get back there because we were still looking at stuff. <laughs> if you were to go back it and say, I need extra time, I'm sure they'd write you a new ticket. Well, we didn't want to let it get that far. But, yeah, you go back and they'll, they'll hand it off to you. Well, hopefully you make uh, some good some good money off these two items here. So those were a couple, and we did have one other 
we'd like to try try a couple things because you know we got to figure it out like you have. Yeah, you always got to experiment. Different things are always doing. Uh... We we found a place that was getting rid of uh, large liquidations of of clothing items. You know, like one offs that come from Costco and you could tell us the Kirtland brand and a couple mm-hmm. other places. So we found with tags brand new pairs of Levi jeans. Not bad. So we bought a bunch of those. You went all in? We went all in, man. I think we you spent about, the Levi King. We spent about $150. Hey, for how many pairs of jeans can you get for $150 at the, the Macy's? We got a lot. If you, were, if you were to go over to the store though, the the mall, they were That's like four pairs of yeah, jeans. They so. were like 8 to 9 dollars a pair. Okay. So that's what we were doing. That we were out. We were out hustling. Yeah. We were out trying to learn stuff, and and we did. And in the meantime, I, I won a little red star. I listed six items on Sunday. You listed six items all by yourself on Sunday. All by myself. She didn't even. Well, she did have to help me, but most of it was me. Well, that's good. Was she happy to see some progress there from you? Absolutely. She's like, get this death pile down. Get this. Get this dwindling. <clears throat> so, well, man, I think you found some good items. Those are. Uh, I'd have bought. I'd have bought what you, everything you've told me. I'd have probably purchased. So well, it came from you, the Mister Mister Mentor. There you go. Hopefully, that turns into some good money for you. Um, you're talking about the old Scott Walls purchase. Let's explain that to everyone. Once again, I feel like we have to recap because new people could be listening all the time. Yes, sir. We we have a a uh, common friend. We'll call him. We weren't sure if he was a friend or enemy, but now I've I've been assured that he's a friend of the program. Friend of me. He's a, uh, a diehard listener as well. Yeah. Doesn't miss an episode, and he was. Said he, we have a group group chat, group text, and he sent this pitch because I buy a lot of pro wrestling items, right? And we've talked about it throughout the, the last few episodes. Don't want to spoil it, but I got a pretty cool wrestling oh. game that I got for $2. Oh, man, I might be all upset it's now. A, it's a trivia one. I'm going to start doing my homework, and I'm going to come in with some facts. Okay. Well, hopefully they have cards with it. Yes, it does. Like the wrestlers. Yes, it does. You might have a lot more valuable thing than you realize right now. I sure hope so. Cause there's 750 cards. We're going to talk about this. Talk about classic wrestling, the new wrestling. It was pretty cool. Pretty good. So, uh, so friend, friend of the program, friend of us, says this thing about, I don't know where he was, but he saw these figures. And I think he was kind of giving us a hard time, razzing me a little bit. Oh, I yeah, think that's what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. And I said, whoa, are those the four horsemen? And he's yeah. And then he was showing me some other one or whatever. I said, no, we need to buy those four horsemen. And I looked up, a, I, you know, did my research, did my, uh, typed it up. I couldn't scan it because it wasn't there, obviously. I went through the solds on eBay, and out of the package, they were going for, you know, 40 bucks, something like that. Yeah. I said, dude, you need to buy that. I thought he'd buy and sell himself. I'm like, there's what the comps are. This is out of the package. And he just kind of, well, I'll pick it up for you. I'll be down, you know, in a couple days, and you can just buy them from me pretty much. Yeah. And so I said, okay, let's do it. And then the other day, cha-ching, and I sent over to him. I said, hey, thanks. I, thanks, friend. Thanks, friend. Look what look what happened. He thought that was that was pretty fast, and now I've, I've paid for them both and made a little extra on the first purchase, and I'm sure it's just a matter of time before that second one goes through. So that's that's how it goes, man. It's, when you can have your friends out looking for you and yeah. sending pictures, I don't even have to leave, and they're picking for me. Sourcing. That's not bad. Especially when they don't even, they're like, they're still amazed how... Not easy it is, but how easy it is. How it works, right? Yeah. The process. It seems almost on that too good to be true, but it's not quite. And then you explain a little bit, and it's like, well, I don't know if I can do that for whatever reason. And it's kind of intimidating. And then it's like, or I don't want this to sit on my shelf for two yeah. years or whatever. And I mean, we're all in. 
yeah, we're, we're doing it right. I mean, my family, we're all in. Everybody else is kind of dabbling. So if you're, like, just catching on to this, once you get in, just like Derek talked about the very beginning, that gambling itch that he's always trying to scratch, that's what this is. If you've ever been, now, a lot of people, I don't know, but maybe they haven't been, but if you've ever been gambling, right, and you hit the slot machine or the 21 table or craps or whatever, and you just have that little streak... Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you go on this big bender and you win thousands of dollars. It's just you, you, you're trying it out and, like, you win five, ten bucks, right? And you're like, oh, man, this is cool. And you do it a few more times and, and you kind of go down and you get nervous and you cash out. Or maybe you hit and you get up to, like, you know, there's always those people that make, like, a hundred dollars or whatever, right? Yeah, and then you hit the double down button. The double down. Or, or you're playing 21 and, you know, you're playing for, like, ten minutes and you're up 20, 30 bucks. And you're like, man, this is cool. Then you go off to eat. You go to the buffet or you go back to the room and you're like, oh, I can just go down there. I can make 20 bucks again. I can do that again. I'm going back. I'm going back. And you go back and, and maybe you have a good roll. Maybe you have a good you know session where you come out a couple hundred or maybe you just learn that gambling's not for me. Walk of shame. Either way, that's kind of the feel you get is like, okay, I'm going to try this eBay thing. And I invite everyone listening, whether you are or not, give it a try. Yeah. You put some things up. You wait a couple days and you're going to sell something. Yeah. And you're going to be like, what do I do now? <laughs> exactly. Hey, what do I do now? And so you figure it out. You ship. We we got the episodes. You go back. You listen to us. You contact us. We'll help you through it. Yeah. And you get that PayPal deposit. And you're like, wait a minute. I, I bought something for a dollar. I got $50 or $40 or $20 in my account right now. This is awesome. Exactly. And then you do it two or three more times. And you're like, okay, I just got, I got $100 extra dollars for doing this work. I mean, it's work. I did stuff. But that rush, that adrenaline, when you hear that cha-ching... You're just it's just like you just lined up the, the sevens on the slot machine for me. You know, you just hit that twenty one or you just had that five roll, five point roll on the craps table and, and the good thing is is uh you know, that's entertainment and the house is always gonna win. We know that with gambling. Yeah. We're just sitting here talking, you know, we're not professional gamblers by any means. The house doesn't always win on, on the uh, the eBay is set up so that eBay will always get their cut and commission, but they need you to succeed for them to succeed, so it works that way. The, the thing that I think we've talked about is if you're interested or, you know, you're interested in running your own business or if you have family who wants to run a business or if you're in college learning about business, there is no age limitation. We're at this meeting and the demographic, it was a little different this time. There was a couple of younger people there, yeah, which is good. Yeah, it depends on the month. But, I mean, what? There's a couple of people there that are well in their 60s and, and 70s. Sure. So if you're saying you're too old, you're lying. There were kids there that were young, too. Yeah. No, there's there's all age ranges, and that's the thing. Like, the older people know different products than younger people, yeah. right? Like, I don't know who... They were the, talking about the vintage sales. Yeah, there's the vintage sales. I, I mean, I don't know what... Like marbles, for example, right? Yeah. There's marbles that are still worth a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know what those are. I lost my marbles a long time ago. Now, people that grew up playing marbles or... Whatever they have an eye for, hey, that was a whatever a tiger's eye. I don't know the terms, <laughs> but you can they can look it up and buy the act whatever they can use the actual terminology yeah. to see if it's worth anything. Yeah, they know. Or we'd be lost. There's the young kids that are like, hey, that's that hip whatever. Yeah, I'm so out of it. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, they Fung- tell fungo tool or yeah, tell tell their parents, hey, that's a, that's a Funko Pop. Yeah, uh, look that. Those are the kids at school are collecting those yeah. whatever. So all in between, and, and people are buying from the top to the bottom, right? Yeah. There's millions of people looking for all different kinds of items. So 
So give it a try. I mean, and, and everyone's the, got stuff around their house they're always yeah. wanting to get rid of. And you talked about the barrier to entry before. You don't have to sign up for a $5,000 package. You don't have to pay somebody ten grand to get a stack of product that you can't move. You don't need a downline. You no. don't need to go bug your friends and family on the weekend no. and say, hey, can you buy this from me? We're in some trouble. No. Like, that's the difference. And this gives you an opportunity to actually learn. And the more you do it, the more you're going to be like, huh. You do have to pay a listing fee of like yeah. 30 cents, I think. And, and you'll learn what those fees are. Like, And then, yeah, if when your item sells, there's final value fees, which yeah. how between that PayPal, it's about 15% of whatever you sell it for, give yeah. or take. That's about where you're at. And that's one of those things, again, learning business, figuring it out, and then saying, well, how much is my time worth and these things. Again, the way I look at it, it's like me spending money to take my family to a movie or, you know, um, a, like boondocks, like an amusement place, except I'm doing it and I'm getting paid to do it. You spend family time and you're making money, right? Yeah. Or you're growing a death pile. And and the thing is, like you're saying, your kids are getting an education about, I know we've talked about this, but they're getting a value of what things are worth. Now when your kids are older, they'll have, okay, this is that brand, this is that brand. They'll know things. Yeah. And if they want to work for themselves, fine. If they want to go to school, fine. If they want to pay for their school. I love people that are uh, in college helping pay the tuition and stuff. Go down to the, the thrift stores and they'll, they'll find brands of clothing and they'll, they'll be selling stuff. They make that little extra income. So, so if you're not doing it, just well, I can't say just do it. We'll get in trouble. If you're if you're listening right now and you're interested, like but you don't think you have the time or you don't think you can do it, just give it a try. Yeah, just try it. Absolutely, it's not not going to hurt anything. I mean, there's a, a lady there last night. You're talking to a little bit that was nervous about selling international. Yeah, there's nothing to be scared of. We get in our own heads. It's it's easy. It's so easy. Yes. So. If you want to sell international, just if uh, you're not wanting to ship all over the world yeah. by yourself, global shipping program. You global click one ship. button. It's it's super easy. So I, uh, I sold some. I sold a uh, a used. Well, it wasn't used. It was an All Star game ticket from 1996, still intact, to somebody from Germany this week. Whoa! And they got a little upset with me because I didn't respond to them on the Fourth of July fast enough. <laughs> and I said, "Hey." I'll take your offer. I'll sell you this card. But it's the 4th of July. Yeah. I'm not, you know, present. I'm not looking. I'm not focusing on my store right now. Blah, blah, blah. Like, calm down if you don't want it. Because they said something about it. If you don't want my money or whatever. I said, if you don't want to pay me for it, whatever, that's fine. Like, I'm not, you know, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm, I'm celebrating the 4th of July. It's holiday. I'm with my family. You know, just just cool down. I'll, I'll take you. We'll, we'll make a transaction. You'll get your item. And then they said, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot all about the 4th of July. And yeah. I said, that's fine. This is America. America. Well, all I know is anytime we hang out, you sell stuff. I, I had a great... So, Adam had me over to the house for a little barbecue, and me and the wife went over. Uh, he had this hot dog eating contest before, so he loaded me up with, with hot dogs. Carbohydrates. I had, like, six hot dogs. And then he's like, let's have some food. Let's have the barbecue now. Yeah. Like, we just ate six hot dogs. So, of course, I loaded up a plate and ate, because that's America and 4th of July where I am. And I, I regretted that for about two days after, because I had uh, one of the, the worst gut aches I've had for it. It felt like somebody just kicked me in the stomach. Some, some dog in your crotch. I should have just lost the hot dog eating contest and let you have that, you know. Oh, I was hurting. I was hurting. I, yeah, I guess at least at least you were hurting, and, and I won. I guess that's what I have over all this. You but, did. But yeah, so we had a great time, and we played some bocce ball. Yeah. 
and he introduced me to that sport. Fun game. It was a fun game. And yeah, about every, you know, 10 to 15 minutes, something would sell. It was great. <laughs> Cha-ching. Like, hey, whatever, whatever just sold. I, I know that by the time we were out playing, you sold well over $100 of goods. Yeah, it was a good day. <laughs> and, and that was just in a couple hours while you were hanging out with us. Uh, that's even better. So that doesn't happen all the time. Like yesterday, I didn't sell anything for whatever reason. Today, I only sold a few items. Uh, but it's always cool when you're hanging out with somebody or somebody that cares, and you can be like, just sold $75 here, just 25 <laughs> bucks here. And it makes you look cool in front of your friends when oh, you yeah. make a couple, couple hundred bucks in the afternoon hanging out with them. I snagged a good picture, so we'll post that later on this week. All right. Mr. All right. Mr. Hanging on the picnic bench, just making money hand just, over fist. Just making it happen, and you're thinking, right. I wish I could make money on the 4th of July barbecue at my friend's house. Well, they do, but they didn't realize you're out on, you know, May 22nd on Saturday finding an item that you sell two months later. Yeah, well, I'm just going to say, you can. You can yeah. do that. Next year, you can be that very same person. Get, get rich slowly. Get rich slow scheme. Get get on moving on. So, yeah, so we had a great barbecue. Played some bocce. I think I'm going to get into that. Yeah, good Me time. and the wife, we, we were a good team. So Yes, yes you are. Domination stationed. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a great all-around good weekend. overall weekend. Good, good weekend. Like I said, low encouragement. Go out and do it. And and don't call anybody Jimmy Cheapy Pants. So, so, I, so, once again, I'm at the fireworks, right? So... Uh, the small town I grew up in always does this fireworks show, and uh, my grandparents always have everyone over, and if you can make it, you can make it. If you're out of town, you're out of town. So we originally were with my wife's family, and uh, we were at a barbecue, and and we're like, so where's everyone going to go watch fireworks? And no one really had a plan, so people were going to bed, because, you know, they got work in the morning and stuff, and so, okay, let's just go down, let's go down to my grandparents' house, and we'll just watch fireworks there. So we cruise on down, and and get there with the family and everything. And one of the first things my grandpa says to me <laughs> is, Derek, how do you make $200 off of candy? Where did you get that candy that you sold on the internet at? You made $200 at. And this is my grandpa that, that likes to go gambling with me. Like, we'll go out sometimes together. And that's just kind of our thing. Like, just, you know, just for fun. Hit yeah. the slot machines, whatever. Entertainment. And, uh... So he kind of has that same itch or whatever, and uh, so it was kind of fun to say, "Oh yeah, I was just down the you know down the store there there in Payson, and kind of told the whole story about the candy and stuff." And my uncle was over here, and he goes, "You know what I like? What's that? <laughs> you know those uh, those uh, coconut candies that like the Neapolitan? This one's the the brown, the white, and the, oh, the pink." Oh yeah, yeah. I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Man, I like those." I said, well, they probably have them because this is a store that sells kind of more vintage candies yeah. and that. So they probably have them there. You can go check it out. That's where it's at. The only reason I made the $200 is because I bought, you know, all that candy that was discontinued and sold it. And he's like, oh, yeah. I said, that or I'll sell it to you for 20 bucks a thing on the Internet. It's your choice. Well, I'm not paying 20 bucks on the Internet for it. <laughs> so I don't know if he went and checked it out or not. I don't know if I kind of scared him off. But, <laughs> but that was kind of cool because my grandma's on Instagram. He was on there before me, him and my grandma. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just check that so we can pull the data again. Yep. Who's on InstaFace? Instagram. My uh, my grandparents have a combined account on Instagram. So they were on there long before me. I just joined and, like, and, when we started the podcast. Your mom must have had kids, and you're a young guy, so your grandparents are probably, what, in their late 40s, right? Oh, my grandparents. Well, it's my dad's parents, and they're probably 80s. So you're saying 80s, yeah. that your grandparents are 
bucking the trend, and they're not just on Facebook. That's for old people. They're, they're not on, on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're not on Facebook. They're on Instagram. And it was kind of set up just so they could get family pictures and stuff. I think this is what they kind of follow. But I'm putting my, you know, more of my yeah. eBay and uh, reselling stuff on there, so they're seeing that and they're getting a kick out of it. So, yeah, that's that's another thing. People that say they can't learn to do new things, and I mean, they're they're you know getting up there in age, and they're on the Instagram. So we're in a technological era that you can learn anything. You can learn it if you want. if you got a desire, you can figure it out. But. Yeah, when uh, in front of the whole family, he wants to know how I made two hundred dollars off selling that candy on the internet. Where did I even find that candy at? So, if you go back, uh, we talk about some Mary Jane candies from the Neko Company. Neko's out of business, and I actually had one guy get upset and send back two boxes of the candy. So I think I sold it a little too low. So now I'm I'm have each of those boxes for about fifty dollars a box instead of I was a little above twenty. So I'm hoping to make even more. So there you go. God that was a good, America good weekend, man. That's that's how it is. So he got a little mad, and I think I read that too. Yeah, I posted it up there. We don't need to go over that. Everyone has upset customers from time to time, so he just didn't read what he was buying. No, he did not. A little buyer's remorse. But that's other okay. people, the other whatever, I can't remember how many boxes. I think it was nine boxes um, that did sell, but didn't get returned. People are happy with. So and and here's the thing: as as you spoke about there on your panel about retail arbitrage, because that is that's. You do that extraordinarily well. Uh, yeah. Um, that's where you kind of, you know. That's where I'm an expert. That's where you are, an expert. You know, you didn't <laughs> even talk about your, your drop shipping, buying inflatable. Yeah, uh, we didn't get into a lot. Or when other people were talking about other topics, I had some things that I'm like, we're probably shipped in, but by not my space. We yeah. can talk about it later, yeah. You know, we tried to, we tried to, you know, stay in my lane, bro. Stay in my lane, do what they asked me to do. Stay in, stay in my lane, which uh, that's, you know. Anyways, it, it, it really was interesting, you know, and your wife took some really good notes, and we'll see if we can put some of those in there. But there were lots of areas that you can look into for your sourcing. Yeah, I know she uh, she recorded a lot of it, too, so I might just throw the audio up and do a bonus, whatever. We'll yeah. see what she got and how it sounds. But um, I was kind of surprised. So when they asked me to talk about retail arbitrage, I thought, well, I don't, I don't really do that much of it. And I got thinking, like, I do a lot of it. I just don't realize, you that's know, you have this whole mindset, or in my mind, that's, you're sending things into Amazon, or you're doing this whole different way, and I got thinking about it. I'm like, no, I do, I do a lot of retail arbitrage, like buying nine boxes of candy for like, two bucks. Yeah, just little things that I don't, I don't notice. Or when you're over at the the drugstore and you're selling Visine to people in, uh, I thought Australia. we were going to have to bring in our security when you brought up buying Nestle and selling <laughs> it. Like I, whoo, yeah. Yeah, it got a little hot. Some people in the back were not happy that I was sharing that information. Because it's kind of like this, you know, like you said, you you want to tell people about fishing, but you ain't going to take them to your spot. A little bit. I mean, it was the panel, right? They said, you guys don't have to give up anything that you're not comfortable with. You don't have to give up any of your secrets because they're trying to get people to do it, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to go up there and and really talk or share because you don't feel like you're really the expert. They're the person. There's probably somebody that you're talking to that's like, this guy's an idiot. I know so much more than him. So I was kind of giving examples, and, and the guys asking some questions and stuff, and I said something to the effect of, well, you guys know about, like, Nestle, right? Because say, I'm saying I buy things at grocery stores. I buy things all over the place. Boo hiss. Yeah, like, shut up, basically. Like, shut up now. <laughs> From the back of the room, I said, hey, I'll spill my beans. These are my beans to spill. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, if you go back, and once again, you go back, we talked about it, you know, a month ago or better, but yeah. uh, discontinued items, the Nestle was going for, for real, I figured, I threw that one out, for example, because 
It's gone. It's gone. Everywhere yeah. I've looked, it's gone. So if you can find some, more power to you. But yeah, I, it was one of those things. Just for an example of something that is on the shelves, everyone's seen it a million times. You don't know it's been discontinued or care, but the second it's gone, somebody misses it. Right? It's it's a hot hot item, and it's something that you'd never think. So that was yeah. So everywhere, man. Everywhere's an opportunity. Everywhere, and that's that's what you have to realize is all the time you have a chance and. You know, right now we need a chance to uh, get a swig. Okay, do, we're going to take a little, do, a little do the break. do. Well, we're going to break her up for just a minute. Recharge, see if we can get that sponsor to take us into the next part. Derailed with D-Roll. Uh, we're going to derail it? I thought I'd been, haven't I been derailed enough? No, heavens no. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Death Pile and Taxes. This is Adam, your tax man. If you're listening to this podcast, hopefully that means you're selling on eBay. There's lots of things that you should know, and that's what we're here to help you. At Adam Up Accounting, we give you all the insights of what you should be keeping track of, the things you can write off, and how you can help improve your tax business so that you can pay as little as possible, but enjoy spending those profits on things that make you happy. Check us out on our website, Adam Up Accounting. Bottom right-hand corner, you can chat with us right there. Thanks. And we're back. We're back in the saddle again. Man, that's a uh, that's a good break. Hopefully, we uh, we enjoyed that commercial. Add them up accounting. If you have accounting information or need information, I guess if you have it, and you don't need it. Contact Abby. That's why I don't do the. That's why you record the commercial. Here's the best thing about what I do <clears throat> compared to an attorney. How many times do you need an attorney in your life? Hopefully, not many. Either when you're dying or when you're divorcing. That's pretty much it. Getting things ready. You know how many times you need an accountant? Every year for the rest of your life. Oh, man. You're worse than, a, worse than an attorney is what you're telling me. Oh, I'm better than an attorney. Okay. Because attorneys, they, like, it cost you a lot of things. When you come and see me, my job is to help you save money. You make me money, you, uh, you, you're worth the price of admission? I, that's what I, everything I charge is worth. I, I encourage you to put money in retirement and... You know, not be like Grandpa Joe here. Well, I've been pretty, I've been pretty well behaved. You have this. been. You you break the mold on a lot of things, and uh, you, you know you're doing your thing. Like you don't have a uh, piece of paper that says you're smart from a university that you're still paying for. It's 18 years later, correct? I, I don't need a piece of paper to tell me what I already know. Correct, but like you own stocks. I own stocks. You have a retirement. I have a retirement account. You, you, you know? I, I help other people set up retirement accounts and tell them how to buy stocks. You're doing things that a lot of people who have a piece of paper that says they're smart aren't doing. Sure. And uh, that's why we hang out. Well, I need to bring this up. I've been sitting here being nice, doing the show. In front of me is a Grandpa Joe, Nickelmania, Willy Wonka, some card. And I, I haven't brought it up. One of our highest episodes is that this guy is a scumbag, this Grandpa Joe. What's this all about? Well, I just threw it on the floor. I really how, did. That's how upset you are about this. I was I was trying to be well-behaved, but I can't do it no more. I think you're going to have to book this. Get get the guy, the engineer, to, to book this, mark this thing. I am the engineer guy. You're not going to hit this a lot, but I was wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, 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 okay. I watched I watched the new Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp, which is just weird. Like that's yeah. talk about Stranger Things. <laughs> that's a good joke. I like that one. 
nickel, nickel, before my son pays me. Yeah. Um, I saw it and I'm like, because I don't really, you know, I just remember the good parts. It's like it's like your childhood. You just remember the good parts. You don't remember the time Dad went to the store for cigarettes and never came back. You remember the time you went to Disneyland as a family and yeah. it was the best day of yeah. your life. Yeah, that's exactly it. But I looked and I'm like, Grandpa Joe is a friggin' socialist. <laughs> He's a, yeah, well, now he won't even get out of bed. He won't even get out of bed. He's waiting in the government to help him do his things. No, that, it's not the government. He's making his, his daughter go out to work. And Charlie, let's, let's uh, go to the factory now. I'm out, I'm out dancing around. I'm prancing like a new man after I've been bedridden for years. And what about this? Well, Grandpa, that's your tobacco money. I could take that for a Wonka bar for my birthday. <laughs> I agree with you. I was wrong. Wow. I remembered the I good feel, parts. I feel great. It's a great movie. It's a great story. Charlie's a good kid. I, I, I don't remember the the slothful, slothfulness of Grandpa Joe. He's always trying to get in trouble. I just remember, He's a scumbag. In, 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 as it goes through the factory, you know, he, they, they enjoyed themselves, and, and Charlie just loved his grandpa. Uh, he did. He, he just loved himself. Everyone loves their grandpa. Yeah. We just don't all have scumbags for grandpas like Charlie was unfortunate enough to have. Well, you definitely don't. If grandpa's, no, grandpa's happy, I'm making the money. He's a hardworking man. Man, next thing you know, you're going to tell me you got to insta chat with him. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but sure. I'm sure I bet. You I bet we could. could. Yeah, he probably does. We got to have him on and say, "Hey, this is how easy it is." Maybe. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So what? So what's this card all about? So I, I I'd like to take my kids on you know like a day thing. I go hang out with them and do different stuff. Now that tax season's over, I usually. Take like a Friday, and I took my daughter up to the arcade. She loves going to the arcade. Okay. And the problem is, is I'm raising a gambling addict. Not good. We'll have her out with us here in a couple of years. My, my son and I can be uh, at these places, and uh, you know we could be there for an hour, still playing the same, like the old-fashioned foosball hockey game. Yeah. You got the spinners and stuff, and we can play air hockey for an hour on the five bucks and nickels that we have. And my daughter and my wife are... Throwing them into those <laughs> machines, getting as many tickets as they can, as quick as they can. Quick as they can. Hit the button, hit the button, right? Yeah. Just burn it through it. So we played, like, the game where you, like, you put in the, the, the nickel, and it's like uh, they all pile up, and there's, like, a little uh, pushy thing yeah, that pushes yeah. them down, and if they fall, you get you get nickels. And uh, they have the machine. It's a Willy Wonka machine. Not they gambling have, at all. Oh, no, not gambling at all. And they had this machine that had, like, the cards and... We had like five that fell out. Well, six that fell out, and uh, they were one of them. Grandpa Joe was one of them. And I, I don't, that's worth 50 tickets, and my daughter's a little upset that I have it here. Woo, woo. I, I, I grabbed it and like put it in my pocket because I knew she was going to be upset, and I put it in my truck. Like Sounds like Grandpa Joe. He goes missing right when you need him. Right when you need him to cash in and get some work done, he disappears. True statement. I, I, I put it in like where you hide your, where you put your sunglasses, and my wife put it down, and my dad was like, what is that doing there? Wait a minute. Uh, we were supposed to have that. That's 50 tickets. That would have been another uh, sticky hand or Cheap something. Cheap Chinese finger, finger traps. traps, yeah. So that's uh, that's where that came from, and I and I, I snagged it just for you. Wow, that's a 50-ticket snag. That's a 50-ticketer snagger. Now, I know some of you are mad, and I know we've already talked about it, but go back and read the book or watch the movie and tell me if I'm wrong. Grandpa Joe is is the is the uh, heel is the wrestling term the bad guy in the movie. If you watch it, he is the bad guy. Charlie is the good guy. And you go back and watch it. Tell me I'm wrong. Just go back and rewatch it. Watch it with your kids. 
Grandpa Joe is, is, is lazy. He's trying to get Charlie in trouble. He almost cost him the factory. Charlie's a good boy. He's trying to do the best for his family. And he ends up winning and prevailing and getting the company. Everyone wants Slugworth to be the bad guy. Not true. All the nasty kids? Not true. That's not, that's not your true villains. The true villain is Grandpa Joe. And now Adam Beasley agrees with me. If anybody knows storylines, it's you. So, if you're thinking I'm crazy and you don't know what, just go revisit it. And uh, now that, yeah, you're a little older, your eyes might be a little more opened, and you will say, I can't believe that. That guy is a piece of crap. Good thing Charlie made it. Thanks, Oopa Loopa. Probably needs some therapy. I'm, I'm sure that he can pay for it. And another discrepancy is in the movie. And don't don't watch the Johnny Depp version. No, watch the classic. Yeah. Yeah, watch the classic. In the movie... It's a uh, it's a good it's a bad egg. Yeah, the bad egg. In the book, it's a bad nut, <clears throat> and the squirrels instead of ducks. Hold on a geese. second. Hold on a second. You read the oh, book. Oh, I love that book. I love that book. You read the book. That's one of my favorite books. I don't read a lot of books. That's one of my favorites. There's a part two, the Great Glass Elevator, not as good. Hold on a second. I. It was not Mick Foley related, and you read the book I, before. Yeah, before I read any any wrestling autobiographies, I was a how old, how old were you when you're reading this book? Oh, I've read it several times throughout the years. Wow, I don't know, second, third grade, somewhere in there. I don't know when you read it. Man, I've read it, I've read it multiple. That's one of the few books I've read multiple times. Indian in the cupboard. I've read it. I don't remember. The only one I remember is the old man in the sea. The old man in the sea. Unfortunately, like I said, I wasn't necessarily book smart. Yeah. And I always try to weasel. I'm not a big reader myself. I always either, try to weasel my way out, so I just watch the movie. Or and not always the same. Uh, huh? Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get that. Or or you know, like you, you could get Cliff Notes. Yeah. Before the interwebs existed, you know, before I was in Al Gore's basement, um, you know, I. Uh, would read the cliff notes. It's like you read a book, but you just read like a first. Yeah, page. you got enough yeah. to get you through it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Al Gore's basement, we were talking about Ross Perot <laughs> last week, and God bless his soul. But Ross uh, had a rough week this week and didn't quite make it. So you were uh, you're giving me crap about all these bumper stickers I have on my Prius about uh, people running for for uh, third party presidential like past, right? Yes. One of the names you threw out was Ross Perot. Yeah, along with Bo Gritz and uh, yeah. And uh, Ross is Ross. Ross he passed away this week. So and and the good part is and, and write it down. Check my notes. <clears throat> the day before he passed away, I was cleaning up my hat collection. Got my Folsom Prism hat up up on the wall now. <clears throat> I found a Ross Perot hat that I'm ninety eight percent positive that you gave it to me. Oh, well, I, I knew this day would come where you could turn a good profit on it. I, I knew that this hat came from you, and I'm like. Hmm. I wonder how much this is worth. And I looked up, yeah, it's, you know, a couple bucks. That bad boy's getting listed. That bad boy this week is going to be about as good as it's going to get. So you better better get that up there. I'm sure somebody in the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You know, just like, it's funny, it's funny you talked about that. The hot items we talked about in the past, death is a great thing for selling stuff. It is. Re- remember we talked about the St. Louis Blues? Uh, you know me, I'm, I'm a homer. I'm a St. Louis Blues fan, have been for about a month. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's the only hockey team I think I've ever heard you talk about, so yeah, I right. believe it. Besides UVU hockey, been to a couple of their games. Um, I, I told you, like while they're in the playoffs, I found one of their sweatshirts. It's funny, I even like was cold one morning, and I wore it to go golfing with a couple of buddies, and he's like, oh, look at you, you bandwagon. I'm like, dang, Skippy. <laughs> that champions. Ever since Brett Hull was there. 
That's right. You, you always found out just one name. Bobby's kid. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wore it. He's giving me a hard time. I'm like, yeah, I'm selling it. We sold it on eBay. Like, I had it listed for like 30 bucks, and somebody offered me 25 and I said, cha-ching. You bet. You paid like that. 3 bucks for it. I'm like... It's a 20 spot in my pocket. That's I got the a same story cur- to show current it. Current events, right? That's something you always got to be aware of. I know we've talked to death the Stranger Things from the last couple of weeks, but I don't know if you've seen the numbers coming out. It's the number one most downloaded Netflix show ever, and most people watch the series. And it was an eight-episode series, about an hour an episode. And me me included watched it in like a couple days, man. So so that was that was hot. We've been talking about that. We had the Stanley Cup you're talking about. Uh, we got NBA playoffs. Yeah, uh, just Kevin all these Durant things. Stuff. He's changed his number. Oh, oh yeah, I heard he's changing the number. He's changing his number, so get those hot things. So does that make the other one more valuable? I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Now that you think about it, what man has it been that long? Twenty years ago, unless Michael Jordan retired, but nobody. He was well, number forty-five for the Wizards. Well, he retired a few times. The Bullets. And, and here's the thing. If you were now you as a, a, an adult 20 years later, what would you rather have in 20 years from now? A number 7 Nets jersey from Kevin Durant or a number 35 from Golden State? I'd probably rather have whatever the Seattle version. I was going to say the 35 Seattle Super Sonic yeah, yeah. That pure, obscure thing, like... I know it might think like, oh, man, Carl Malone went and played for the Lakers, and we still hate that son of a gun for him. Number 11. Yeah, you see, him and Gary Payton both. Um, that's like the one that nobody else has. It's that, yeah, what's more rare and valuable, uh, a uh, Michael Jordan signed number? And if you wrote, you know how they write their numbers. Yeah. If you wrote 45, uh-huh. or if, uh, you know, Durant wrote whatever, yeah. 20 whatever. I don't know, what, what was he at, the 35? Is that what he said? Yeah, 35. So if you wrote the 35 or the Malone 11, like which one's more valuable? I don't know. I think that would be a value, because I think at the time when they were the Wizards and they turned it into this politically correct and you can't say you can't bullets. bullets. You can't even say bullets on eBay. Washington, D.C. I'm afraid we might get in trouble for well, I just said that. I didn't like, say it. Um, or maybe I did, I don't know. Pieces of metal that fly really fast. I did, uh... But that, I'm just saying, that jersey, like a, a Washington Bullets jersey that's signed, I think that's probably the one you want. Now, Jordan was 45 for a bit with the Bulls as well, right? When he, he came was, back on yeah, those oh, times. Yes, he was. So I think I'd be a 45 Bulls jersey. That would be the one that I'd want for the collection. I'd go 45 Bullets. Signed. Yeah. Signed with the 45. Yeah, I'd be... That, that was the year. In the dreamscape, right? That that was the year the airplane flew over me, that year, remember? The year the airplane flew over you. Houston Rockets were playing them, they lost. Yeah, I remember. That, or if I could get him to write something that said, I did push off Michael Jordan. Yeah. Utah Jazz. Byron Russell. <laughs> Which, bringing that up, we're getting closer and we're getting more people. I want to uh, welcome... And thank, and I'm not even sure the correct language, or I'm not going to even try to butcher it, but thank you to whoever's listening in Indonesia. Oh, we got some Indonesians out there? Yes, sir. Some Islanders? Downloading the podcast. Thanks, and welcome in. Hopefully you're selling on the internet. There's probably some good opportunities, right? I even learned about that. I, we, My son loves looking at games, and we found this really cool game. It's like a homeschooled game about the world. And it has the different flags, and it takes the countries, and you have to go all around. Pay two bucks for it. Best entertainment we've had in months. Hey, that's the thing. You're out thrifting, and not only are you finding things that you can sell on the internet, make some money off of, going to the yardies, all that, but you're also entertaining your kid and uh, doing it two dollars at a time versus five dollars at the arcade. Yeah. And that I need more money. Man, I felt. We went to the bookstore, went to Barnes and Noble, and bought some books, and I didn't realize till after the one was the college football magazine, which I'll pay whatever I have to pay for that. I mean. 
Like, that's just the given. Phil Steele. I mean, that's. I saw you get kicked out of a casino once because somebody stole that from you. Do you want to share that story? Do you want to get derailed with D-Roy on that story? Uh, maybe we will. Well, let's finish this okay. the story. Okay. Sorry. I was hey. going to derail another place, but yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> we, we had to get our Phil Steele magazine. We've had it for years and years because we're college football nuts. Which, speaking of, I, Washington game, November, we're thinking about it. Uh, you're throwing it out there. All right. Um, if you're in the Washington area, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we, might, we might be heading your way. Yes. Um, paid for that, but then my daughter got a book. $20 for a new book and I'm like you gotta be kidding me and it, it, like, it's one of those books like she's gonna read once well, that's when you should have pulled it out on eBay or online I Amazon know. and said hey it's already in the mail that was the last one that's the last time I'm doing that I mean I'll go spend $5 $7 on a book but it's $20 that's a lot of money that's a lot of money when you can just say it's gonna be at the house in a couple days when I take them to Savers DI through whatever place <clears throat> they got you know, buy three get one free, so they essentially get four books for like a dollar fifty a piece. Hey, and we learned a good tip the other day at the the meeting that I I guess I just passed. Um, when you bring back items yeah. or you donate, you get a coupon on the back of the receipt that gives you like fifteen to twenty percent off depending on the place. I did not know. That. I had no clue. I guess I didn't look at the back of the receipts good enough. So what they told us is at the one particular at Savers, for instance. If you bring a donation bag with you, because there's there's some death pile stuff that you need to get rid of, or even your own stuff that you need yeah, to get stuff rid of. that you're not going to resell. Yeah, you're, you're not, not going to resell. In. You take it with you, you donate it, they give you a receipt, and now you can get 25% off of your stuff. Or I'm thinking like you're saying, you got buy your kids four or five books at a time, but yeah. some they're only going to read once. Put that back in the donation bag, yeah. and you use that towards the new books. I mean, it's yeah. just a, a recycle, free-flowing kind of thing. That's D-Roy's been in this for years, and he's learning new things. That's the thing. That's why you've said that before. You're really quiet at those meetings and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to learn. Yeah. I don't want people thinking I'm an expert or I, I know more than whatever. Like, I'll share my information, no problem there. But I've learned so much from people that have been doing this longer or not as yeah. long as me. Just different uh, takes and approaches at things where... That, that simple thing, I always keep the receipts for tax purposes, right? We're keeping yeah. our receipts, taking pictures, or, or taking them home, whatever. I never look at the backside where it said, hey, 15% off if you come back with, with this, or yeah. bring a donation and we'll print you out. A, uh, I think that was it. On the back of the receipt, it had uh, something. Yeah. And then if you brought a donation, they'd give you a receipt or something for 15 or 20. So I think there was a combo there. Yeah. I don't know if you can use them together if you go on special days. So say you go on a 50% off day and you get a 20% off coupon. Is that 70% off now? Stuff like that. I mean, my eyes have been opened. And and the nice the one the one lady who talked um, about thrifting, she says, "Listen, sign up for everything because we do like at Savers every time we spend money. They're like, oh, you got a twenty percent discount. You want to use it? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? You bet. You know, we spent twenty bucks and really it cost us sixteen. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Find the programs, join the uh, Facebook, the yeah. the chat, the Twitters, the they were talking Instagrams. about the, the dollar. Goodwill Mondays? Yeah, Goodwills have here. I don't know if this is everywhere. I didn't know that. Monday, dollar. Senior day, maybe we're taking Grandpa Evie out on a trip. And this is You're buying this right, Dan? That's right, Dan. That's right. What I like, and I, I've heard that same that same girl talk about this before, is they'll go the night before, uh, and they'll find the stuff, <laughs> and they have a hiding spot where they go and put their stuff, which I'm not going to disclose where that is, because that was good information that they said. Um <laughs> But anyways, they have a spot in the store, so they'll go through and find all the t-shirts and stuff or whatever they're interested in, and the next day is the dollar day for the certain colors. So they might accidentally just put them back in the wrong spot so that the next Monday, when it's the dollar day and everyone rushes to this area, they go to a less busy area, 
and grab all their stuff that they put there the night before off the shelf, put it in the cart, and it's a dollar. And that's smart. So what you're saying is they're finding the good, like, um, the good stuff, you know, the, the big, strong reselling stuff that everybody uses, and they go and hide it in the Husky Boy section? And they're, they're finding their areas of what they sell, and they go and put it in the sections that might be less busy. I think Husky Boys get a lot of resell. I think us Husky Boys are always in that section looking for new items because we might have worn out our others. Bird and Sharon. We might be a little rough on things. I heard you get chafed walking to the mailbox. It's happened, especially in this weather. But Hey, I had to wear I was freezing on, on July 4th. It did get cold. I had a blanket on. I had a sweatshirt. I was still cold. Yeah, today was 100 degrees. Who knows, man? And you and that global warming. Exactly. Global cooling. Yeah, well, same problem, right? Yeah. Either way, there's an issue going on. Something ain't right. When you're wearing right. a sweatshirt That's in the right. 4th of July watching fireworks. So, yeah. So, my idea is when you go to those places on the Dollar Mondays, maybe don't rush back to the spot where everyone else is rushing. Maybe browse around and look a few other places that get a little less footwork and you might find some gems. Meander your way over there. Just saying. Because I, I notice that now, like whenever I'm there. And like somebody's coming by next to me, or they're looking at something. Like, what are they looking at? That's I get so what paranoid. They, what do they got? So paranoid. It's just some kid looking for something for like a stupid date or something, yeah. right? Yeah. And like I'm like, oh, what's he got? Oh, he picked up a shirt. I was just there. What I miss? What I miss? He, he, oh, he's, he's putting that in his cart. And then I'm like, oh, that's a weird shirt to be buying. Yeah. And then like going down the road, there'll be another guy. I'm like, I haven't got there yet. I hope he doesn't get. I hope he doesn't get his good stuff. That's right. Oh, I should have been here a little earlier. That's mine. That's mine. You can get a little paranoid, but there's plenty, and like we've talked about, plenty of yeah. stuff out there. I mean, enough that I'm giving a, uh, a, a disco, I don't know what you'd call it, a talk, a, a discourse. discourse about going to stores and going to the stores and buying things at retail prices from the stores and reselling them for yeah. 50% uh, percent we, more or, or we, whatever. We have a lot of stuff so. where we live. Well, everywhere. In this country, we have a lot of stuff. So, I don't know about Micronesia or wherever you were saying. Indonesia. Indonesia. I don't know if they have the same thing, but we got a lot of stuff here. Yeah. So. Anyways. You need me to get derailed? I kind of want to tell the story now. I need to get derailed. This is this is brought to you by Union Pacific. Woo-woo. UTA. This is by your son playing that Monopoly game, man. This is the, the, the railroads he likes to collect. Okay, hold on. I do got to tell a story about that. We were at the one place... And he loves Monopoly, and he'll find, because we know which kind of ones to look at. Ugh. We found an NFL version of Monopoly, and they go for like 20 30 40 bucks, like just depending on condition. And we found the box, and he opened it up, and he's like, oh, man, it's missing the board. So we went in and did some more stuff, and he found the board underneath another game. So then we pulled everything out. We took every card, because he knows them by heart. He's looking at every property. Smart again. They're all there. We're going to get a complete thing. And then I look at it again, I'm like, dude, where's the pieces? Like, where's the thimble? Where's the helmet? They're gone. And see, that's where people will, oh. will sell parts on the internet. You'll see that people will just sell that thimble or yeah. that helmet, yeah. and somebody that doesn't have the collection or lost something will pay $15 for that one part so they can have a complete game. And I guess we should have bought it. Hindsight, like, you should have bought it. We finally got his area together. We've got the shelf so he can put all his games and stuff, but... That's my derail. That's my not monopoly. Is he selling games or is he just collecting them? He wants to sell them, 
but we just haven't uh, gotten that far. Oh, yeah. There's death piles. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's hard to it's hard to accomplish sometimes. But, but you got to just do it. Like I said, you can't list. You can't make money unless you're listing. That's right. And and keep listing. That's the secret to it. So here's here's the derail for the for the week. So Adam's talking about Phil Still. If you don't know who Phil Still is, uh, college football. He's kind of the uh, the the guru. The man. He knows it all. He does this uh, magazine every year where he puts together. All the information on every team in football history and tells you their back history and how they've done for the last five years uh, against the spread, which is a gambling term, or just in general, breaks down who's the head coach, how's the head coach doing, how's the team doing, who they recruit, who they lose, and has uh, like a breakdown report on every and every uh, college football team in in the country. So. That's quite a few people. So it looks like the old Sears catalog, right? Ooh, it does. This, uh, so Adam Adam goes and gets this. And it used to happen, we haven't done it the last couple of years, but every, uh, like the first one to two weeks of the college football season, uh, me and Adam and a couple other buddies, depending on who was available at the time, but usually me and Adam were consistent. Sometimes we'd go by ourselves. Uh, we'd go out to West Wendover, Nevada, which is a border town here in Utah, where you can, where you can gamble. So we'd go out to the casino, we'd visit everything, and we were there for our football picks. And so... Because we play the football picks, we do, you know... Because <laughs> Adam likes that if you put $5 on a football game, it's a three-hour bet before you win or lose. That's going back to the same thing going back to Going back to that slot machine. We're not churning and burning, we're enjoying it. A $5 poll can be done in a matter of a fraction of a second. Yes. A hand of blackjack could be a couple minutes, $5. A football game at $5 is going to be three hours, regardless of if it's... a a football game, a good, bad, a losing, different, you still have that hope that they can come from behind or whatever. So you get more for your value. He likes that. I like to enjoy my pleasurable experiences. And sometimes he'll do uh, some parlays. Yeah, where you parlays. Pick multiple teams. Yeah. And if they all hit, you get a bigger payout. So so about a month before the season, a couple months before the season, this field still catalog comes out. Comes out like June 24th. So Adam, like clockwork, goes and picks this up from... From usually Barnes Noble, Barnes right? Noble, yep. And he'll just read through it, and he'll analyze everything, and he'll do his due diligence, and he'll know who uh, North Carolina State is playing week number three, and why that's a, a lock of the week, and who's going to be the ACC champion, or you know how the Sun Belt Conference is looking. All these things that people listening right now probably don't know nor care about, right? And so he's just Adam. And if you listen back to our archive episode where he talks about growing up, he'd read the back of stat cards of baseball cards. It's his thing. He kind of geeks out on sports and sports stats. So Enjoy it. He retains a lot of this knowledge, and he, he likes going and saying, I'm going to win money by my knowledge of betting these, these football games. It's just like you doing the stock market. So so we go out there, and he's like, man, I'm looking at this. What are you thinking? And we'll analyze it for oh, like the week out and the trip out. Like, well, I don't know, North Carolina this year. Or, uh, Notre Dame's a little overrated, underrated. Oh, Urban Meyer's not going to be at uh, Ohio State this year. Wow. All these kind of things. Air Force, and they got that weird triple bone offense. Yeah, like uh, everyone thinks they'll beat the Air Force, but uh, yeah, they've been triple boning around, so they run a lot more clock than what they think, and, and they're not going to win the game, but they're going to cover the spread. So here's the, the secret of sports betting is they'll give you a, a spread, which is like a, a golf or a handicap to where if you're negative seven, you, you don't have to win the game. You just don't lose by more than seven points. So I explained this concept, and I think it's relevant to what we talked about to my son, because the hot dog eating contest, Joey Chestnut versus the world, was not really a contest. He outbeat everybody by like 21 dogs. 
So I had to explain this to him, saying a handicap would be he starts two minutes after they all do. Yeah, or or they spot him five dogs or something. Yeah. Like, everyone gets ten dogs, Joey starts at zero. Yeah, Would be some sort of that. So, in the football world, these casinos have bookmakers that do this and yeah. say, okay, um, this team, Florida, should be better than Western Kentucky. By seven and a half. By seven and a half. And Adam says, oh, they're going to be by more than seven and a half, so he'll bet that game. And, and then he watches for three hours to see if Florida wins by more than seven and a half points or not. Yeah. Or multiple. So, we're out there, and he's... He's got this, and we go out to the same kind of table area, and you you fill out all your information, and you have to go turn in your ticket, and there's a there's a guy at the counter that gives Gosh. you your, your ticket back, and so he's set. So he'll just sit in the sports book. The rest of us will go do some other gambling activities. Usually, we'll uh, we'll go partake in other things. We usually will hit a lunch or a, a buffet oh, of some nature. Lunch, yeah, and so, but Adams he's diligent. He's just watching his games, man. They have a big screen. They have like seven or eight games on at a time, and he's just happy as a pig in mud. He's just just sitting there grinning and like, hey, you're watching this over here? This uh, this UFC team's pretty tough. Syracuse I'm, is coming back. I'm glad I picked, uh, you know, whoever. Uh, UNLV. I, I knew it. I knew it. They were underrated. They're, they're taking it to New Mexico State. And I'm like, where do you even know these teams? And he's like, oh, man, they made a mistake on this one. Oh, oh, who thought, who thought the Colorado State would lose by 20? Who was even, what were they smoking? And I'm like, they're playing Eastern Carolina. The Pirates! They're playing the Pirates! <laughs> so I'm like, alright. So so usually Adam knows his stuff, and, and when it when it gets over, he'll go collect his ticket, and he might make other bets, or he might be done. So, he's filling out this information, and this might be two trips combined. Um, but I'll just say it as if it was one, because in my mind it was one. They blend together. So he's filling out this information, and he has this Phil Still book, and we go on up and and put in our tickets, right? And he comes back, and his, his book is gone. And how much did these books cost? Well, they're about 15 bucks. They're about 15 bucks. But he's not only that, but he's looked over them. He's writing in notes. Got my notes. He's got his notes that he's been doing for, for weeks or months at this point, his picks, and it's gone. And he's like, somebody stole my book. Somebody stole my Phil Still book. So he's looking around, and there's this other guy that happens to have one. And so he's like, hey, buddy, did you take this off that table? And he's like, no. He's like, that's my book. You should put it off the table. I did it. Go pound sand, bub. And you're like, no, man, that's mine. So you're all upset about that, right? So that's already starting off in kind of a bad mood. You're like, I can't believe that guy just took that, but I can't prove it. And it's a casino full of, like, cameras. But I think you even went and talked to somebody. They're like, uh, you know. I did. You know, uh, we don't know. We're not going to review it. Basically, we're not going to review it over that, you know. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Wait till he puts it down, steal it back. I don't know what to tell you, right? <laughs> It was something like that. It wasn't like, oh, uh, we'll go talk to him or whatever. It's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. You well, know, you know, you put it down and walked away. So what was he supposed to do? And so you're a little upset about that. But then we had a good win. I don't remember what the team win was. Uh, I, it was like 400 bucks. So so uh, we, this is this is obviously like three to four hours later. Yeah. And this team won, or maybe it was a whole parlay. It was a you're whole waiting parlay. For, you're waiting for one to come in. I was waiting so for one. So he hit like three or four teams. Mm-hmm. And it was like a $400 win for Adam. Like so it. he's all excited. He's all happy. And, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Boston College. Boston College something. did it for him. And so he goes up there with his ticket, probably the same guy that we talked to. Yeah, it was. And uh, he's like, hey, man, I just need my money. Hey, buddy, I just need my money. Here's my here's my ticket. And he goes, well, this game hasn't posted yet. And I goes, well, what are you talking about? It just ended. We watched it. We were all cheering right here. Game's over. You can see it up there. They're doing the final interview. 
it's it's over. All my other ones are over. Like, what are you talking about? Well, it hasn't posted yet. Well, okay. Well, I just you know, if you can just give me my four hundred dollars, I'll be about be along my merry way. Or, or you know, when's it gonna post? Well, I don't know when it's gonna. I don't know when it's gonna post. Like, well, you work here, so do I need to go to lunch? And come back in like a half hour? Can I get my money now? I want to make some extra bets. I need to put some of this away. I got kids that need to go to college. Like, dude, <laughs> just do your job. And the guy was being legit honorary. He him. was belligerent. And Adam's like. Dude, just give me my money. Like, it's over. The game's over. You got now. It's on your board. The, the score is on it's, your board. That's right. It's posted. So here you go. And the guy said something to the effect of, like, I don't like your attitude or something like that. And he wasn't going to give it to <laughs> I'm you. I'm not going to give it to you. And I, I, he's like, well, you know, it's your job. Just take it. Okay. I don't like your attitude either. But you were pretty. You were pretty calm. I was, pretty, You were pretty. Actually, I'm sitting over here and I'm kind of giggling because because yeah. they're getting into it a little bit. But Adam's really cool and like. Okay, just I just want my money, like you know, no big deal. And the guy's like, "No, I'm not gonna give you your money." And you're like, "No, like it's a ticket. Like this is your job. This is a business. You don't own the business. There's no one else here. Like just do it." Those are pretty much the exact. And ones. he's like, "No, you were giving me problems earlier in the morning. Like you've been problems all day. And no, I'm not gonna do it." And so you're like, "Well, you're gonna do it, or somebody's gonna do it, something like that." And so he turns around and grabs the red phone. He, he grabs the red phone. When he grabs the red phone, I'm like, oh. So I get up there because I'm like, uh oh, well, this needs to de escalate. The red phone's never a good thing. Either Batman's on his way or something's not good. So I'm like, oh crap. I was back giggling a little bit, but this is escalating. So I go up there, I'm like, sir, 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 just, you know, calm down. Don't you tell me to calm down. So I'm calling security right now, both of you. I'm calling security. And we're like, what, what are you calling security for? And I've seen enough movies and stuff. Now I'm a little nervous because you know they uh, the sports bets and, and uh, gambling and whatever. We're going to end up in the desert in Nevada. Yeah, we're going to have at least a broken broken foot or missing some fingers or toes or the perma band. So the perma band. So the security guard comes up and he's like, "Yeah, it's this guy right here. This is his friend, though." And uh, you know they're hassling me or whatever he says something yeah. to him, and the security guard's like, "What?" And you're like, dude, I don't know what the problem is. I just want my money. And I'm like, he's just trying to get his money. He's not, we're not drinking. We're not belligerent or drunk. It's like 10 in the morning or something. It's like maybe noon. 12 30. Maybe noon. First game, first game ended. And we're not like, well, he just wants this thing to catch out. This is what's going to come downstairs. You guys got to come downstairs. We had to go downstairs. You got to come. Well, then he, he says, well, you don't to me. He's like, well, you don't, but he has to come downstairs with me. I'm like, I'm not going to let my friend go downstairs in the casino to never be seen again. And or if he gets roughed up, I'll be, you know, an eye set to maybe I'll kick him a little bit when he's down. Well, I'll blame it on the security guard or something. I'll get a couple shots in. You weren't going to kick me down. You already did that once. So I'm, yeah, so I'm, so I'm like, I'm going to, no, my friend, he's fine. Like, no, no. So we go downstairs and this guy's thinking that he, you know, he's, he's feeling good about his job. Oh, he's, yeah. He's farting through silk, as I like to say. That's right. And we ride this escalator down. I'm like, oh, man, we're going to a park casino I've never seen before. <laughs> and I've been here a lot. And I didn't know this existed. And we go to this little office and the guy's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I thought we were going to. He's like, well, you know, I think they had to review tape or something. But he's yeah. like, I'm sorry, that guy's kind of just out of hand. Let's just let him have this one. You'll get your money. Calm down. And then you're like, somebody stole my book. <laughs> and he's like, what? And you're like, somebody stole my book. And then this all happened. I just want my money. I just want to go. Just give me my money and we'll go. And he's like, that's a good idea. We'll get you your money and just leave him alone for the rest of the day. <laughs> go somewhere. There's other casinos in town. And it'll just be all right. And like I'm like, no, he didn't do nothing wrong. And you're like defending, you're stating your case. And the guy's like, here's what we're gonna do. 
basically. You're going to go up. I'm going to tell him that you're getting your money and that you're not going to bug him for the rest of the, that you're kicked out, basically. And I was escorted And out. we'll escort you out, and he'll think he won. You'll have your money know you won. You don't have any other tickets out right now, so everyone wins. Yeah. And so we said, okay. <laughs> I believe that's what happened. And that's the story of when I got escorted out of the casino. And that's when Adam got banned from the uh, Wendover Nugget Sportsbook Casino for the day, which we went back to, and somehow that guy doesn't have a job there anymore. Well, he, he doesn't now. Uh, he did the next year. But he did the next year. We show up, and I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah, like, that guy, but I don't think he remembered you. Yeah, I don't think. I, I didn't try to stir any dust. I I just I think I gave my ticket that year that I won to a little old lady so she'd go up and get my winnings. <laughs> okay, Granny, I'll give you a 20 spot if you go up and do this for if, me. If you go up and check this out for me. Yeah, give me the eagle eye. So that's the Derailed with Derek segment of the week when uh, when Adam got kicked out of the casino and I, I stood by your side, though. Were you proud of me? I, that that was good. That was the time I had your back. That, that was the time. <laughs> that's not happened every time no, in every no, scenario. No, there, there has not. and. No, those are neither here nor there. At that point, you were just you were a good life coach at that moment. That's a good a good support. Yeah, I'd like to call myself since it was an athletic activity. Maybe I was a good athletic supporter for you at that point. That became uncomfortable with that athletic supporter. I'm supporting you with your athletic endeavors. Okay, I thought you were referring to a a, a jock strap. Oh no, <laughs> I didn't even put that one together. No, oh, 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 it was my face red. You used to have one of those, but it disintegrated. <laughs> I got a. Uh, if you get sixty, I, I almost spilled some beans. If we can get sixty likes and reviews over on our uh, podcast, you'll hear about a famous person's athletic supporter that I I currently own, Jerry Sloan, and how I came into uh, owning this this uh, piece of merchandise. Athletic supporter, and and why I have it, and if it has or has not been used, all sorts of things. I'm sure that's running them to the droves to like these poor I'm now. sure that it is. I mean, that's that's. That's worth getting to. So that's derailed. But I do got one more thing I want to throw out there. That segment was brought to you by the Montego Bay. <laughs> Come out and see us, the West Wendover. Hey, have you uh, watched this Toy Story four yet? Oh yeah, I saw it. So Good movie. So Forky. I'm, you you wear Forky? Yeah. There's an amazing person that lives in our neighborhood. It's my daughter's preschool teacher. She took a couple kids, and they went and they made their own Forkies. See, that's smart. Their art project. So my daughter's at the movie with their own little Sporky. Oh, really? She made. So um, some controversy this week is there was a plush Sporky that has been recalled. (laughs) That Disney put out. Uh, Apparently one of the googly eyes was falling off or something not safe. Um... I'm just going to tell you this. There was like only 800 or so that got out. Maybe there's more than that. There was 80,000. 80,000, yeah. sorry, that were made. I don't know how many got released. Yeah. And they were like a Disney store kind of exclusive thing. They were the 11-inch tall plush. Yeah. If you happen to have that or you go to a Disney store that has not pulled that one off, there's probably others. The 11-inch plush. Buy it. Buy it and put it on the internet because collectors that haven't got out to do that now, now that has became a very rare and sought-after uh, Disney item. So, if you don't know what a Sporky is or whatever, haven't seen the movie, you can just Google it. It is a Spork that was trash and made into a toy by a kid on a movie. Trashy. And so, uh, anyways, because there's a hazard, it's a... Uh, well, it, first off, it's a fork. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a fork with googly eyes and uh, pipe straws for hands, so pipe cleaners. So, <laughs> what are you expecting? Uh, second off, the girl in the movie had one. And that was probably not safe there, right? With wooden feet and stuff. No. So that would have been recalled. Um, but 
Anyways, whatever you think. If you got one or have access to one, uh, I'd, I'd price that baby high because there's not a whole lot that got released. So for the Disney collectors, they're going to be after that. Um, also, I was at the store the other day during my day gig, right? And uh, I stopped and got myself a drink. Beverage. I like to get myself a, a soda pop. Kind of just some days you just need a, an extra kick, right? And most by some days, I mean every day. So... This guy was chatting me up, though, so I'm there, and we're filling up our cups with ice or whatever, and he hits up the diet, well, he hits up the, the Mountain Dew, and he's, he's filling up the Mountain Dew, and then he looks at me, because I'm getting my drink, which wasn't a Mountain Dew at the time, and he goes to the Diet Dew, and he puts like two squirts of Diet Dew in there, and he says, I like to do about two squirts of Diet Dew, so that I can tell everyone at work that I'm drinking Diet Dew, and they get off my back because it's calorie free, <laughs> and I'm not actually lying to them. And so I thought, huh, well, that's something. I said, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And he's like, this way I get what I want. I tell them what they want to hear, and they'll get certain the wiser. <laughs> and by people at work, I'm sure he means his wife. <laughs> and so so he tells his wife, yeah, I had a 44-ounce soda today. Diet But it was Diet Dew. I drank some Diet Dew. I drank some Diet Dew. But I'm thinking, like, in our resale world or in our online, when we're doing stuff, how much of that is, yeah, we're buying stuff to sell on eBay. Are we really doing that, or are we buying uh, tons of death piles for ourselves and things for ourselves? And, yeah, we list one or two items, but we're really focused on, uh, this is all for me, but I'm going to tell people I'm selling on the Internet or eBay so that they get off my back when they come over and see my death piles all around my house or whatever. And I'm not really listing, right? So that was the kind of the thing I took from that is, yeah, we all kind of try to fool ourselves somewhat. And when it comes to this kind of thing, that's easy to do. Like, oh, that would be great for me. Oh, that would fit me. That would be cool for the summer party. Yeah. Oh, that would be great to wear to work. I could wear that to church. I mean, give that to whoever needs nephew, daughter, son. And you, you come home with bags and bags and bags of stuff. And you're like, oh, don't worry. I'm selling on the Internet. I spent $50, but I'm going to make money on the Internet. And what did you really buy to resell of that bunch? It was like, you know, a, a handkerchief or something. Yeah. And you're going to make $5. So. So don't be that person. Ooh, a little justification station is what you just told me. A about. little bit. So if you like the do and the diet do, whatever, but don't fool yourself. When you go to work, say, no, nah, this is all diet. This is all Mountain Dew except for two squirts of its diet do. Like, yeah, I'm selling a little bit on eBay or whatever, but most of this is just crap for me. As, as long as you're willing to step back and realize you're right, Grandpa Joe is a scumbag, as long as I don't admit that I'm trying to fool everybody, that I'm this great and wonderful salesperson, just just be honest with yourself. That's the thing. That's the only person you're actually lying yeah. to. I mean, who cares? Yeah. So that's where I mean, I'm I'm half tempted to retitle this job, Grandpa Joe's a scumbag for the second time of the second different show with the, the same deuce. name, but but I probably won't. But uh, yeah, that guy. Now you're gonna be all derailed. That's one of our highest highest shows, though. So well, people. Must agree with I, that. I'm going to look for some Willy Wonka swag. That's the first one I've ever found. I mean, now these things are coming back, but that movie's old. Yeah, it turns out it's older than you remember. Yeah, it is older than I remember. And here's a fun fact. It was not a popular movie. It was a flop in the theater. And so it became popular after it was released on uh, VHS. VHS. And people went and fell in love with it. So, Well, man, these, these things just fly by, buddy. They fly by. We're all busy. It's a busy summer. Um, keep motivated out there. Hit your yard sales. Hit your thrift stores. If it gets too hot, go do some retail arbitrage and some air conditioning buildings. List some stuff. Get listed. Just go out and list. 
that's my problem. I listed six things, and I feel like on top of the world, but it's already whatever day it is, Wednesday, and I didn't list anything. Maybe make yourself a goal of this week, I'm going to list 15 items, five by whatever that is, and hit your goals, right? That's all you can do. Even if it's one item. Like, just make a goal, hit it, next week, go up again. You're not... You're not in competition with anyone. It's yourself. That's right. Start so, start low, aim high. But the same thing. We all know the more you list, the more you sell. Well, man, that was a huge episode today. It was bigly. That was very bigly. It, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, Adam, uh, yeah, I missed you at my parade on, on the 4th of July. Why, why were you not at my... It was it was huge. I had a spot for you and your, your wife and your, your kids that like things. They like the, the football well, it, I, I had a spot it, by my friend Robert Kraft for hey, your son. Hey, pal, if you're talking football, we just won the, the world championships, and I ain't going to see your house anymore. Uh, it, the Women's World Cup. Who cares about the Women's World Cups? Well, it's not even they didn't even really win it. Well, we're not going to see your place. No, yeah, well, I didn't invite them. They don't like my Big Macs anyways. So well, it's them losers. Well, losers. Donnie, I appreciate your insight on that. And I, I need to go find Marie. Is Marie around here? Marie? You, you called me Donnie. I remembered Donnie and Marie. <laughs> they're huge. They are huge. She's beautiful. I think they're still She's down. a beautiful woman. Beautiful women love me. And she's a Mormon. I like Mormon women. That's true. That's true. I'm <laughs> building the wall and now I'm talking like I have an accent. <laughs> Thanks, I Donnie. Mormon women. <laughs> I appreciate that. That came out of nowhere. Well, that's that was another derail. That's you. that's usually how we like it. Yeah, there you go. So uh, there's there's two things that are for certain, pal. Death piles and get listing on those death piles so that that's not for certain as much and taxes. So you have to pay them. Mm-hmm.